Hello and welcome to the Unadorned Word. My name is Rosie G and I'm speaking to you from the beautiful Gold Coast in Australia and this is podcast number 38. The Unadorned Word is a daily Bible reading and devotional podcast. We're reading through the Bible and our theme as we go through the Bible this time is living the milk and honey life, the life of risk and responsibility. We sometimes think of life in the land of milk and honey as a life of ease, a life of well-being, a life of prosperity, where everything is laid out for us. But it's not the case. In the land of milk and honey, it takes responsibility to get milk from cows. Every day you've got to get those cows in, you've got to milk them and then take them back out to the fields. It takes responsibility and dedication. It takes risk to get honey from bees. I'm not going to go put my hands anywhere near that beehive unless I'm covered in all the gear. Um, I know some beekeepers don't do that, but they know what they're doing. It takes a lot of risk to get honey from bees. So the land of milk and honey is the, is the land of risk and responsibility. Today we're reading Exodus 31 from verse 12 through to 36 verse 7 and our key verse today is Exodus 33 17. Exodus 31 verse 12. The Lord spoke to Moses saying, Speak also to the children of Israel saying, Most certainly you shall keep my Sabbaths. For it is a sign between me and you throughout your generations, that you may know that I am the Lord who sanctifies you. You shall keep the Sabbath, for it is holy to you. Everyone who profanes it shall surely be put to death. Whoever does any work on it, that soul shall be cut off from amongst his people. Six days shall work be done, but on the seventh day, The seventh day is a Sabbath of solemn rest, holy to the Lord. Whoever does any work on the Sabbath day shall surely be put to death. Therefore the children of Israel shall keep the Sabbath and observe the Sabbath throughout their generations for a perpetual covenant. It is a sign between me and the children of Israel forever. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, and on the seventh day He was rested and refreshed. When he finished speaking with him on Mount Sinai, he gave Moses the two tablets of the covenant, stone tablets written with God's finger. Exodus 32 When the people saw that Moses delayed coming down from the mountain, they gathered themselves together to Aaron and said to him, Come, make us gods which shall go before us. For as for this Moses, the man who brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we don't know what's become of him. Aaron said to them, Take off the golden rings which are in the ears of your wives, your sons and your daughters, and bring them to me. All the people took off the golden rings which were in their ears and brought them to Aaron. He received what they handed him, fashioned it with an engraving tool, and made it a moulded calf. Then they said, These are your gods, Israel, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. 
When Aaron saw this, he built an altar before it, and Aaron made a proclamation and said, Tomorrow shall be a feast to the Lord. They rose up early on the next day and offered burnt offerings and brought peace offerings, and the people sat down to eat and to drink and rose up to play. The Lord spoke to Moses, Go, get down, for your people who you brought up out of the land of Egypt have corrupted themselves. They have turned away quickly out of the way which I commanded them. They have made themselves a molded calf and have worshipped it and have sacrificed to it and said, These are your gods, Israel, which brought you up out of the land of Egypt. The Lord said to Moses, I have seen these people and they are a stiff-necked people. Now leave me alone that my wrath may burn hot against them and that I may consume them and I will make of you a great nation. Moses begged the Lord his God and said, Lord, why does your wrath burn hot against your people that you have brought out of the land of Egypt with great power and with a mighty hand? Why should the Egyptians talk saying, He brought them out for evil, to kill them in the mountains, and to consume them from the surface of the earth. Turn from your fierce wrath, and turn away from this evil against your people. Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, your servants, to whom you swore by your own self, and said to them, I will multiply your offspring as the stars of the sky, and all this land that I have spoken of, I will give to your offspring, and they shall inherit it forever. So the Lord turned away from the evil, which he said he would do to his people. Moses turned and went down from the mountain, with the two tablets of the covenant in his hand, tablets that were written on both their sides. They were written on one side and on the other. The tablets were the work of God, and the writing was the writing of God engraved on the tablets. When Joshua heard the noise of the people as they shouted, he said to Moses, There is the noise of war in the camp. Moses said, It isn't the voice of those who shout for victory. It is not the voice of those who cry for being overcome, but the noise of those who sing that I hear. As soon as he came near to the camp, he saw the calf and the dancing. Then Moses' anger grew hot, and he threw the tablets out of his hands and broke them beneath the mountain. He took the calf which they had made and burnt it with fire, ground it to powder, scattered it on the water, and made the children of Israel drink it. Moses said to Aaron, What did these people do to you that you have brought this great sin on them? Aaron said, Don't let the anger of my Lord grow hot. You know the people. They are set on evil. They said to me, Make us gods which shall go before us. As for this Moses, the man who brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we don't know what's become of him. I said to them, Whoever has any gold, take it off. And so they did, and they gave it to me. And I threw it into the fire, and out came this calf. When Moses saw that the people were out of control, for Aaron had let them lose control, causing derision among their enemies. Then Moses stood in the gate of the camp and said, Whoever is on the Lord's side, 
come to me. All the sons of Levi gathered themselves together to him. He said to them, The Lord, the God of Israel, says, Every man put his sword on his thigh and go back and forth from gate to gate throughout the camp, and every man kill his brother, every man his companion, and every man his neighbor. The sons of Levi did according to the word of Moses. About three thousand men fell of the people that day. Moses said, Consecrate yourselves today to the Lord, for every man was against his son and against his brother, that he may give you a blessing today. On the next day, Moses said to the people, You have sinned a great sin. Now I will go up to the Lord. Perhaps I shall make atonement for your sin. Moses returned to the Lord and said, Oh, these people have sinned a great sin and have made themselves gods of gold. Yet now, if you will, forgive their sin, and if not, please, blot me out of your book which you have written. The Lord said to Moses, Whoever has sinned against me, I will blot him out of my book. Now go, lead the people to the place of which I have spoken to you. My angel shall go before you. Nevertheless, in the day when I punish, I will punish them for their sin. The Lord struck the people because of what they did with the calf which Aaron made. Exodus 33 The Lord spoke to Moses, Depart, go up from here, you and the people that you have brought up out of the land of Egypt, to the land of which I swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, saying, I will give it to your descendants. I will send an angel before you, and I will drive out the Canaanite, the Amorite, and the Hittite, the Perizzite, the Hivite, and the Jebusite. Go to a land flowing with milk and honey. But I will not go up amongst you, for you are a stiff-necked people, and I might consume you on the way. When the people heard this evil news, they mourned, and no one put on his jewellery. The Lord had said to Moses, Tell the children of Israel, You are a stiff-necked people. If I were to go up amongst you for one moment, I would consume you. Therefore now take off your jewellery from you, that I may know what to do with you. The children of Israel stripped themselves of their jewellery from Mount Horeb onward. Now Moses used to take the tent and pitch it outside the camp, far away from the camp, and he called it the tent of meeting. Everyone who sought the Lord went out to the tent of meeting. It was outside the camp. When Moses went out to the tent, all the people rose up and stood, everyone at their tent door, and watched Moses until he had gone into the tent. When Moses entered into the tent, the pillar of cloud descended, stood at the door of the tent, and the Lord spoke with Moses. All the people saw the pillar of cloud stand at the door of the tent, and all the people rose up and worshipped at their tent door. The Lord spoke to Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend. He turned again into the camp, but his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, didn't depart from the tent. Moses said to the Lord, Behold, you tell me, bring up this people, 
and you haven't let me know whom you will send with me. Yet you have said, I know you by name, and you have also found favour in my sight. Now, therefore, if I have found favour in your sight, please show me your ways now that I may know you so that I may find favour in your sight, and consider that this nation is your people. The Lord said, My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. Moses said to him, If your presence doesn't go with me, don't carry it up from here. For how would people know that I have found favour in your sight, I and your people? Isn't it that you go with us? so that we are separated, I and your people, from all the people who are on the surface of the earth. The Lord said to Moses, I will do this thing also that you have spoken, for you have found favour in my sight, and I know you by name. Moses said, Please show me your glory. He said, I will make all my goodness pass before you, and will proclaim the Lord's name before you. I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. He said, You cannot see my face, for man may not see me and live. The Lord also said, There is a place here by me. You shall stand on the rock, and it will happen, while my glory passes by, that I will put you in a cleft of the rock, and will cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I will take away my hand, and you will see my back, but my face shall not be seen. Exodus 34 The Lord said to Moses, Chisel two stone tablets like the first. I will write on the tablets the words that were on the first tablets which you broke. Be ready by the morning and come up in the morning to Mount Sinai, and present yourself there to me on the top of the mountain. No one shall come up with you or be seen anywhere on the mountain. Do not let the flocks or herds graze in front of that mountain. Moses chiselled two tablets of stone like the first. Then he rose up early in the morning and went up to Mount Sinai, as the Lord had commanded him, and took in his hand two stone tablets. The Lord descended in the cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the Lord's name. The Lord passed by before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord, a merciful and gracious God, slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness and truth, keeping loving kindness for thousands, forgiving iniquity and disobedience and sin, and who will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children and on the children's children, on the third and on the fourth generation. Moses hurried and bowed his head toward the earth and worshipped. He said, If now I have found favour in your sight, Lord, please let the Lord go amongst us, even though this is a stiff-necked people. Pardon our iniquity and our sin, and take us for your inheritance. The Lord said, I make a covenant before all your people. I will do marvels such as have not been worked in all the earth, nor in any nation, and all the people amongst whom you are 
shall see the work of the Lord, for it is an awesome thing that I do with you. Observe that which I command you today. I will drive out before you the Amorite, the Canaanite, the Hittite, the Perizzite, the Hivite, and the Jebusite. Be careful, lest you make a covenant with the inhabitants of the land where you are going, and it be a snare amongst you. You shall break down their altars, and dash in pieces their pillars, and you shall cut down their Asherah poles, for you shall worship no other god, for the Lord, whose name is Jealous, is a jealous god. Don't make a covenant with the inhabitants of the land, lest they play the prostitute after their gods, and sacrifice to their gods, and one call you and you eat of his sacrifice, and you take of their daughters to your sons, and their daughters play the prostitute after their gods, and make your sons play the prostitute after their gods. You shall make no cast idols for yourselves. You shall keep the feast of unleavened bread. Seven days you shall eat unleavened bread, as I commanded you at the time appointed in the month Abid, for in the month Abid you came out of Egypt. All that opens the womb is mine, and all your livestock that is male, the firstborn of cow and sheep, you shall redeem the firstborn of a donkey with a lamb. If you will not redeem it, then you shall break its neck. You shall redeem all the firstborn of your sons. No one shall appear before me empty. Six days you shall work, but on the seventh day you shall rest. In ploughing time and in harvest you shall rest. You shall observe the feast of weeks, with the first fruits of wheat harvest, and the feast of harvest at the year's end. Three times in the year all your males shall appear before the Lord God, the God of Israel. For I will drive out nations before you, and enlarge your borders. Neither shall any man desire your land when you go up to appear before the Lord your God three times in the year. You shall not offer the blood of my sacrifice with leavened bread. The sacrifice of the feast of the Passover shall not be left to the morning. You shall bring the first of the first fruits of your ground to the house of the Lord your God. You shall not boil a young goat in its mother's milk. The Lord said to Moses, Write these words, for in accordance with these words I have made a covenant with you and with Israel. Moses was there with the Lord forty days and forty nights. He neither ate bread nor drank water. He wrote on the tablets the words of the covenant, the Ten Commandments. When Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tablets of the covenant in his hand, Moses didn't know that the skin of his face shone by reason of, of his speaking with the Lord. When Aaron and all the children of Israel saw Moses, the skin of his face shone, and they were afraid to come near him. Moses called to them, and Aaron and all the rulers of the congregation returned to him, and Moses spoke to them. Afterward all the children of Israel came near, and he gave them all the commandments that the Lord had spoken with him on Mount Sinai. When Moses was done speaking with them, he put a veil on his face. But when Moses went in before the Lord to speak with him, he took the veil off until he came out. And when he came out and spoke to the children of Israel that which was commanded, the children of Israel saw Moses' face, that the skin of Moses' face shone. 
So Moses put the veil on his face again until he went in to speak with the Lord. Exodus 35 Moses assembled all the congregation of the children of Israel and said to them, These are the words which the Lord has commanded that you should do. Six days shall work be done, but on the seventh day there shall be a holy day for you, a Sabbath of solemn rest to the Lord. Whoever does any work in it shall be put to death. You shall kindle no fire throughout your habitations on the Sabbath day. Moses spoke to all the congregation of the children of Israel, saying, This is the thing which the Lord commanded. Take from amongst you an offering to the Lord. Whoever is of willing heart, let him bring it as the Lord's offering, gold, silver, bronze, blue, purple, scarlet, fine linen, goat's hair, ram skins dyed red, sea cow hides, acacia wood, oil for the light, spices for the anointing oil and for the sweet incense, onyx stones and stones to be set for the ephod and for the breastplate. Let every wise-hearted man amongst you come and make all that the Lord has commanded, the tabernacle, its outer covering, its roofs, its clasps, its boards, its bars, its pillars and its sockets, the ark and its poles, the mercy seat, the veil of the screen, the table with its poles and all its vessels and the showbread, the lampstand also for the light, with its vessels, its lamps and the oil for the light, and the altar of incense with its poles, the anointing oil, the sweet incense, the screen for the door of the tabernacle, the altar of burnt offering with its grating of bronze, its poles and all its vessels, the basin and its base, the hangings of the court, its pillars, their sockets, and the screen for the gate of the court, the pins of the tabernacle, the pins of the court and their cords, the finely worked garment for ministering in the holy place, holy garments for Aaron the priest, and the garments of his sons to minister in the priest's office. All the congregation of the children of Israel departed from the presence of Moses. They came, everyone whose heart stirred him up, and everyone whom his spirit made willing, and brought the Lord's offering for the work of the tent of meeting, and for all of its service, and for the holy garments. They came, both men and women, as many as were willing, hearted, and brought brooches, earrings, signet rings, and armlets, all jewels of gold, even every man who offered an offering of gold to the Lord, Everyone with whom was found blue, purple, scarlet, fine linen, goat's hair, ram skins dyed red, and sea cow hides brought them. Everyone who offered an offering of silver and bronze brought the Lord's offering, and everyone was with whom was found acacia wood for any work of the service brought it. All the women who were wise-hearted spun with their hands and brought that which they had spun the blue, the purple, the scarlet, and the fine linen. All the women, whose hearts stirred them up in wisdom, spun the goat's hair. The rulers brought the onyx stones and the stones to be set for the ephod and for the breastplate, with the spice and the oil for the light, for the anointing oil and for the sweet incense. The children of Israel brought a free will offering to the Lord. Every man and woman, whose heart made them willing, brought their offering for all the work 
which the Lord had commanded to be made by Moses. Moses said to the children of Israel, The Lord has called by name Bezalel the son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah. He has filled him with the Spirit of God, in wisdom, in understanding, in knowledge, and in all kinds of workmanship, and to make skilful works, to work in gold, silver, and bronze, in cutting of stones for setting, and in carving of wood, to work in all kinds of skilful workmanship. He has put it in his heart that he may teach, both he and Oholiab, the son of Ahisamach of the tribe of Dan. He has filled them with wisdom of heart to work all kinds of workmanship, of the engraver, of the skilful workman, and of the embroiderer, in blue, in purple, in scarlet, and in fine linen, and of the weaver, even of those who do any kind of workmanship, and of those who make skilful works. Exodus 36 through to verse 7. Bezalel and Oholiab shall work with every wise-hearted man in whom the Lord has put wisdom and understanding to know how to do all the work for the service of the sanctuary according to all that the Lord has commanded. Moses called Bezalel and Oholiab and every wise-hearted man in whose heart the Lord had put wisdom, even everyone whose heart stirred him up to come to the work. They received from Moses all the offering which the children of Israel had brought for the work of the service of the sanctuary. They kept bringing freewill offerings to him every morning, all the wise men who performed all the work of the sanctuary. They spoke to Moses, saying, The people have brought much more than enough for the service of the work, which the Lord has commanded. Moses gave a commandment, and they caused it to be proclaimed throughout the camp, saying, let neither man nor woman make anything else for the offering for the sanctuary. So the people were restrained from bringing, for the stuff they had was sufficient to do all the work and much more. Thank you for listening to the Anadon Word. And that was Exodus 31 verse 12 through to Exodus 36 verse 7. And I'm reading from the Web Bible, which you can find at ebible.org. It's a copyright-free translation, which you can find online. Our key verse today is Exodus 33, verse 17. And the Lord said to Moses, I will do the very thing you have asked, because I am pleased with you, and I know you by name. Let the profundity of this statement sink into your hearts and minds. The Lord said to Moses, I will do the very thing you have asked. How Moses' heart is revealed in these passages. God is ready to wipe the Israelites out. From saying they will obey him and do everything he said, they've gone completely wild their behaviour out of control, drunken ecstatic revelry. Only the Levites stayed separate from the debacle and responded to Moses' call. After order has been restored, we are privy to the most intimate conversation between God and Moses. God will destroy the people and start again, building the nation through Moses. But Moses is a true milk and honey person. His reaction is not, 
Oh, you beauty, this is my time to shine. I'm going to be the founding father of God's people. No, that's not Moses' heart. Moses' heart is towards the Lord and towards those Israelites left after the riot. Moses says, Forgive our wickedness and our sin and take us as your inheritance. He says, Teach me your ways so I may know you and continue to find favour with you. Moses takes responsibility. He says, How will anyone know that you are pleased with me and with your people unless you go with us? What else will distinguish us except for your manifest presence? Oh, it's the same for us today. What distinguishes us but the presence of Jesus within? Moses prevailed upon the Lord, and the Lord changed his mind and didn't destroy the people. This is the character of prayer that God delights in. Prayer that does not seek my power and my glory, but prayer that reveals God to others. Prayer that saves and protects others. Prayer that seeks to know God and to understand his ways. At the close of this passage, God has rewritten the Ten Commandments and the face of Moses is radiant with God's glory. So radiant, no one can look at it. And the Israelites have left behind their drunken rioting and gathered together the offerings for the tabernacle, God's dwelling place among men. Before we close, Let's return to the key verse. I will do the very thing you have asked. God will change his mind. God will do things differently when we ask. Prayer, intercession for ourselves and others, is time well spent. Milk and honey people are not fatalists, not those who believe that what will be will be. They are those who prevail upon God to save lives. Are your children straying? Ask God for them. Do you need healing? Ask God for his strength and wholeness. Are you in personal need? Ask God to meet your need. Don't give up. Don't accept the status quo. Ask, ask, ask. Prevail upon God and your life and others' lives will change. Both my dads have said to me, Ask and you will receive. My earthly dad, love him always, encouraged us to ask for what we wanted. What's the worst thing that can happen, he would say. They might say no, that's okay. They might say yes, take a risk. And my heavenly father in Matthew 7 says, Ask and you will receive. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. Don't be afraid to ask God and to ask from others. I love Marion Williamson's quote that Nelson Mandela quoted in his inauguration speech. And I'll read it to you. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light not our darkness that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I 
to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous. Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine, as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated free from our fear, our presence automatically liberates others. End of quote. Shine. Ask. Prevail on God. Take risks. Be responsible. Make manifest the glory of God that is within you and change your world. Thank you for listening to The Unadorned Word. If you have enjoyed the podcast and you are enjoying the devotional, please leave us a review on iTunes, subscribe to us. All those things help us reach others with this wonderful gospel, the fact that God is dwelling within us and that God has taken us out of the land of bondage and into the promised land, the land of milk and honey. So thank you again for listening and we'll catch you again tomorrow.